Greetings, everyone. My name is Vernon Sheridan, and this is The Traveling Pulpit. The Traveling Pulpit is a podcast ministry designed to spread the word of God to all people from all walks of life and to encourage you with the word of God. On today, I want to talk to you from the book of 2 Corinthians, verse 5 and 17, which reads, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation, the old has passed away, behold, the new has come. Now, briefly, I just want to look at the old, which has passed, that leads to the new that has come. What does that mean? It means that if you've ever made a New Year's resolution, or if you ever tried to reinvent yourself, you'll say something to this effect. This is the new me that you're about to see. Or I'm doing away with that old self of of mine, or I'm doing away with the old person, or I'm putting away what I used to do. Oh, I'm not going to do that anymore. All of those things that that we use to set aside or try to recreate ourselves is a lie. Because the Bible tells us that if we are in Christ, we are a new creation. He makes the changes, not us. So sometimes we do these things because we want to feel empowered or we want to take the place or or the power thereof that is in God. We want to have that in ourselves. And all we are doing to ourselves is lying to ourselves. So when it says, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away and behold, the new has come. What he means is when you allow yourself to begin a new relationship with Christ, that old self that is used to doing the things that it is, that it is used to doing in the sin that you were once in, you no longer do. The old self that used to do the things that brought you such great fleshly pleasure you no longer have pleasure in doing because not only has your thought pattern changed to follow Christ, but also your body has changed to follow Christ. What I mean by that is when you make Jesus Lord and savior of your, of your life, don't be mistaken. Sin does not cease when you accept the invitation to follow Christ. In fact, what happens is the devil goes crazy over the over over the fact that you have have now become a former disciple of his and a new disciple of Jesus Christ. That's what I'm saying. That is what happens when you become a new creation in Christ. That old person that used to rip and run the streets with Satan no longer wants to rip and run the streets with Satan because there is nothing to be found in those streets with Satan but hell, death, and the grave. But the Bible says, behold, the new has come. What does he mean by that? 
He means that you have stopped doing the things that you once found great fleshly pleasure in, and you are now doing the things that, that serve only God. Your life has now changed. You no longer see life the way you once saw it. You are seeing life through the, through the lenses of God and not the eyes of the world. But all of this comes at a price, you know. Oh yeah, Jesus is asking us to come to him at a price. So what is that price that Jesus, us, that Jesus is asking us? In Matthew, the 22nd chapter, the 37th and 39th verse, I believe he's asking us this. He says, I'm giving you two commandments, two commandments, and they are, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment, and the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. That's it. That is it. The old has passed away, which was unwilling to love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind, and your brother or your neighbor as yourself. That was the old person, unwilling to do those things. But you have become the new creation in Christ, which does honor and love the Lord with all your all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind, and your brother as yourself, or your neighbor as yourself. That is what Jesus is asking us. That is what he is requiring of us. And that is what he expects from us. But how many of us have not lived up to the two to the 10 and have admitted we cannot live up to the 10. How many of us are actually living up to just these two? How many? If we are being honest with ourselves, how many of us can actually live up to these two commandments? Knowing that none of us, not one of us can live up to the 10. But this is what he's asking us to do. Just these two. Over in John 14 and 6, Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So again, he's asking us to come into a relationship with him to be a part of him so that when we are a part of him, we become a part of his father. His father becomes our father. And that's all he's asking us to do. John 13 and 34, he says, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another just as I have loved you. You also are to love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. How many of us can actually say that? How many of us can actually live that? 
it's hard when you're standing in a Walmart at 2 a.m. and it's only only two personal lines that are open and it's about 50 people in there waiting to check out. How many of you actually love that cashier knowing that you have to actually wait? Do you not realize you have to see things this way? Imagine this is heaven and everyone is waiting to be judged and there are only two checkers that are bringing people through the gates and there are this there's this long line how many of you then are are, are willing to wait think about it that way the next time you're in Walmart and it's 2 a.m. and you have a craving for ice cream or Oreo cookies and, and you're standing there with with, uh, 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 you know, uh, ointment soap or, or something or whatever you need, diapers or something. And, and it's only two people at the cashier. And the self-checkout is shut down because there's no one there to to run that machine. And you got 50 people waiting to be checked out by two cashiers think about heaven then or how about how about this first john 4 and 20 and 21 where jesus uh john says uh uh if anyone says i love god and hates his brother he is a liar for he who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love god whom he has not seen and this commandment we have from him. So, so John is letting us know that Jesus has given this commandment to, to all of us who are called disciples who follow him. Whoever loves God must also love his brother. So I want to tell you about the freeing of what it means to, 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 to have Christ come in the into your life and just turn your life around you become free i'm talking about the real free i'm not talking about the the every year free that that we want to lose weight or or, or we want to we want to uh do right in our relationships with each other you know new year's resolutions i'm talking about the eternal free when you have let go of your sin you have let go of those deadly desirable passions of the flesh and you have turned your life over because Christ is now leading your life. You are trusting God with your life. You are saying, Jesus, come into my life and change me. That is when the new comes. That is when the behold, your life has changed and the newness has come into your life. You no longer want the things of the world. You no longer desire the things of, of the flesh that brings great satisfaction to the fleshly body. But you have given your total commitment to Christ. Your soul has now turned it now belongs to God. It no longer belongs to the world and Satan cannot stand it. He cannot stand you. So what does he do? He comes to you as an angel of light to try and trick you to fall back into the same pattern of life that you once lived. Now that you have given your life to Christ. He tries to play trickery games with you. He tries to mask 
the things that God has said are wrong by making them seem true. He plays on your feelings to make you think that what you're seeing is right when it is actually an abomination of God. God cannot stand sin. He cannot look upon sin, but it is because of Satan's trickery that he makes you think that, that God would not harm people who do great and fleshly things wrong with their body. He reminds us over and over in, in Romans that God gave these people up to a debased mind, people who want to live by their flesh, people who do not want to live by the truth. But those who have accepted Christ, who has become disciples of Christ, this is what they do. They do what, what Matthew 28, 19 tells them. They go into all the world baptizing those in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and teaching them the very things that, that they themselves were taught. That in order to become a disciple, you must first believe and be baptized in the name of the Father and Son and the Holy Spirit. And then going out and doing the same thing to someone else, teaching them the things that Christ taught his disciples, the, the things that Christ have, has taught us, things that we are now teaching others about. We as disciples must go make disciples. Simply because that angel of light that comes and plays those trickery games, he cannot speak the truth. He cannot speak the truth. If that angel of light comes to you and, and, and is showing you all this great and natural things, tell him, tell that angel of light, recite John 3, 16, recite John 3, 16, John 3, 16 says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever, whosoever believe in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. See, that angel of light cannot do that. Someone right now is struggling with their faith. They're struggling in a decision on how they want to live their life. Do they want to live their life this way or do they want to live their life that way? Simply because that angel of light has come in and has played trickery games with their mind. And now they find themselves in a confusing, a confusing situation. And I'm telling you the only way to rid yourself of the old is accepting Christ Jesus as your Lord and King and the new will come and Satan will flee. Now, that doesn't mean that he will not come back. That does not mean those voices in your head will not come back. Because they will, they will come back. They will try to, to win you back over. But I'm telling you, when you allow Christ Jesus to come into your life as your Lord and King, the old has passed away and behold, the new has come and he will be your protector. He will provide the protection that you need so that you will remain the disciple that you have promised and said that you would be. How, how is that done? How is that fortified? How are you protected? By confessing your sins to one another. 
as I bring this message to a close, let, let me say briefly, James 5.16 tells us this. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. You see, Jesus did not leave us vulnerable to the attack of the devil, but instead has prepared everything we need to be protected from the enemy's darts and uh, 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 flaming, flaming arrows that shoot at us. He has done everything to protect us. Confess your sins to one another. Let those who you are in relationship with that are that is in Christ as you are in Christ confess those sins to one another and do not be ashamed when you confess your sin because remember that you have given your life to Christ Christ has died so that you have a right to the tree of life an opportunity to everlasting life a part in his eternal kingdom this is why you have become a disciple not to be judged by another but to confess your sin to one another so that so that when you do that and you pray you may be healed this is what christ has done for you and this is how he has done it for you. He has taken himself and has put himself in your place and became the penalty of sin that you would have received and I would have received. Instead, he took it upon himself so that he received the, 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 the penalty for our sin, that we might have the reward of eternal salvation. So when you feel yourself not wanting to express your, your sin, when you feel like that voice is telling you in your head, don't tell no one what you have done or what you're thinking of doing. You confess that sin to someone who is in Christ as you are in Christ and you free yourself. You do not let that, that the power of the enemy tear you down, break, tear you apart or, 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 or keep you from your eternal destiny with Jesus Christ. You do not let that happen. You confess your sin. If it, your sin, you did not, you did you, the sin that you have done and the sin that has been done to you, you confess. Yes. Sin that has been done to you. You get that off of you because anything that is left on you, the enemy can use to try and destroy you. So I'm telling you as a man of sin who has given his life to Christ, who has turned his life around who is doing this podcast for Christ and not for self. Give it to the Lord because he wants to carry that burden. I want to thank you for this time. That is, that is the end of this message. Just pray. That's what you do. Just pray. In fact, let me pray with you. Let me pray for you. I don't know who's going to listen to this. It doesn't matter anymore because I'm not looking at the numbers. God makes the numbers count. But I want to pray for you because I know that whomever is going to listen to this, you're, you're either strong in your faith, struggling with your faith, or deciding whether you are wanting to be in the faith. Because this world is hard. This is a hard world. Jesus said when, when Peter confessed that he is the Christ, the son of the living God. It was those words. It was that confession 
that Jesus said, upon this rock, I'll build my church, not the person. It was the confession. And I want to confess with you now that I, too, am a sinner. Oh, I have sinned greatly under God. Yes, I have. I put him on that cross also. Yes, I did. I was a part of that, that, that crucifixion. I'm the reason why Christ had to go to the cross. Yes, I am. And I'm not ashamed to say it. From lying, adultery, stealing, it, I've, I have done, I have done it. I have done it. And I don't, and I'm not ashamed to say that, 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 that Christ has done this for me. See, I am a new man in Christ. And I'm going to serve Christ with my life. Doesn't mean I'm not going to not, not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to be exempt from sin because sin will always come at me. It will always try to trip me up, but I've got Christ protecting me and I've got brothers and sisters that I can go to and I can confess my sin to, but I want to quickly pray for you. God, our father, you know, who needs this message, you know, who needs this word, you know, who needs to turn their life around. I pray that that whomever listens to listens to this message will also share this message. It's not for me, Father, it's for you. It's for your glory, not for mine. When I decided to stop doing this podcast, I did it because I was doing the podcast for selfish ambition and I'm not doing those things anymore. I'm not doing those things for self. And I know that someone who hears this is, is going to be healed from wanting to do the things in this world for themselves, because it's all about you, father. It has always been about you and it will always, it will always be about you. So father, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our savior, Free that person who is struggling with, with their, their, their identity. Free that person who is struggling with, 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 with the notion of suicide, with the notion of doing drugs, with the notion of committing adultery, with the notion of, of, of doing a perverted homosexual act. Free that person, Father. You know exactly who they are. You know exactly where they are. The invitation has gone out to them. Free them, Father, in the name of Jesus, just as you have freed me from my sin, just if you have turned my life around and is using me in a powerful and positive way to be in, to be an impact for you in this world. Father, free them also. Lord, I thank you in Jesus name. I pray. Amen. Everyone, uh, as I said, I'm doing this podcast on Wednesdays and Saturdays now, and I look forward to doing this with you on Wednesday coming up. I hope that you have a, a, a blessed remainder of your weekend and a blessed start to your week. I will talk to you again on Wednesday. And if you want to talk to me, my email address is the traveling pulpit at gmail.com. This will be posted on Facebook. You can reach me on Facebook as well. I love you. I look forward to doing this with you on Wednesday. Tell somebody about the goodness of the Lord Jesus Christ. God bless. Bye for now.